welcome to the Rising Feminine Collective podcast. I'm your host, Nina Petruzzo, and I'm so honored that you're here. This is a sacred space to inspire, elevate, and amplify your life, your business, your relationships, and your gifts. Hi loves, welcome back to the Rising Feminine Collective podcast. And I'm so excited because my girl Vanessa and I are just going to dive right into the conversation. We could truly flow for probably hours. (laughs) Vanessa, you know, we just, (laughs) we come so alive together and so much is constantly alive in a very similar way on our hearts. So I'm so excited to have you here and to dive into what I know is going to be a really expansive conversation for our listeners and communities. And I would just love to hear what is most alive on your heart right now and what feels most present in your body. Mm, Babe. Well, first off, I want to say hi to you, your heart, your community, your women, my women, anyone out there that's listening and just this community that is so devoted to, um, knowing their hearts and knowing their feminine design, knowing their truth and knowing their beloved as God. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, that's what's really on my heart is beloved is God, knowing how really coming into the feeling and the sensation and the texture of how loved I am as a daughter. Mm. And like I was telling you earlier was just, I've been all day in devotion, all day in worship, all day with my music on, all day with, with God, with my tears, with my, this deep, profound love that I feel, this all-consuming love that comes through when I sit with God um, and when I talk to him and cry with him and journal and breathe and laugh and say thank you. Um, Yeah, and, you know, like I told you earlier, the message that I got today was, like, they don't know how loved they are. And I think that's what I really want to presence. That's what's on my heart. That's what's in my body. That's the message that came through so strongly today as I prepared and just kind of opened up, not even prepared, just opened up to receive the wisdom, the messages I wanted to come through today in our chat. Mm. Um, And it just, you know, really brought me back to that, to my purpose, right? Which is to share what I've been through and how much I suffered and being disconnected from that one truth and actually inviting in other women who may be in that place where they're suffering, they're feeling disconnected, you know, in dis-ease um, and just suffering alone, isolated, whatever it is, and just to receive or to provide that message, to offer that message, to invite women in deeper into their truth and just to remind them, because this is something that we have um, collectively forgot, mm-hmm. um, consciously and unconsciously, and also by the way of society in the world we live in I think this is a huge message that is just like totally um brushed under kept from us so that we don't come into this divine uh inheritance that is ours as daughters um yeah so the energy for me today babe is like just so soft and so devoted and so in connection in that ocean of love and in the waters of our feminine so I'm just Mm. super blessed honored and like just so happy to be here with you today. Yeah. And we speak a very similar language. And I was smiling before we officially hopped on as Vanessa and I were starting to chat about this. Cause I was like, Oh girl, I, I was just listening to one of my pastors, you know, really, really preach a sermon about this, you know, and you know, at way of grace, you know, we're so anchored in that remembrance of beloved identity and truly anchoring back into this inheritance of how whole and worthy and chosen and cherished you, you are, and you always have been. And God just yearns to wrap you in the arms of his grace and to really bring and guide you back to that remembrance. And this is a really felt thing. And I think the path to this remembrance, you know, can look different for all of us. And we've had so many beautiful conversations on this, Vanessa, but I would love for you to share, you know, with our listeners, kind of some of your own journey, you know, of coming back to a relationship with God, you know, some of what led you to Mm -hmm. that and really, 
yeah, this, this anchoring back of this remembrance of your own beloved identity, you know, remembering that you are a cherished daughter of the most high and Mm -hmm. really what that has, has gifted you, you know, in your life. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, I remember back to when I was a little girl, I always prayed. I always talked to God Me too. every night before bed. I remember I was probably like five, six, and I would literally do like this, you know, the little like cross. <laughs> I like, would do yeah. that. I would do that three <laughs> times. And then I'd be like, God, please take care of. And I would name everyone in my family, all of my friends, my dogs, everybody. And then that stopped. I also, um, and I don't know if I told you this, but maybe I did. I, when I was like five or six around that age, I one night I was in bed by myself and I opened my eyes and I saw the Virgin Mary. The Virgin Mary was like standing right next to me. And I got so scared. I got so scared. I like froze. I remember I didn't move for like eight hours that night until the next morning. Um, But you know, why do I bring this up? Because now that I'm in this, I've been, you know, like reconnected to God, but in such a more deep and profound way, I think back to when I was a little girl, I was like, wow, that seed was always there you know, and, and how we disconnect and forget or just like lose sight of that, you know, um, and how I, I believe that we are brought back. We are always constantly being invited into the arms of God. Yes. And how I was reinvited into the arms of God <laughs> was my breakup that happened in two, 2020. Yeah. That was the catalyst of me coming back to God. Um, you know, and my teaching is all about like heartbreak being your greatest awakening. And my heartbreak was my, my return to the love yeah. and, and to God and to that, which I had walked away from unconsciously, consciously, whatever it is. Totally. Um, so yeah, so I had a major breakup two and a half, almost three years ago, and it just knocked me off my feet. Um, it was, it devastated my whole being my inner my outer up down to the right left of me it devastated my whole world and I found myself crying in fetal position on my knees yelling out to God yelling out to God in the most pain I have ever felt in my life like why why but like why from like I'm in so much pain why would you do this to me why would you take him why would you do this and although at the same time I knew why deep down inside right like I knew that and I I remember you know being on my knees and knowing that I had two options which was take God's medicine as bitter as it could be or as it was or chase something that was a reflection of my unworthiness and 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 a reflection of when I didn't know the truth yeah of who I am or was okay mm. and I bring that up because it connects to what I said earlier you know we are either in our truth or not we're either choosing from our truth and or we're not and that relationship was just a reflection of my full unworthiness and me not being connected to my beloved identity yeah you know um so I remember my just that complete devastation I had nowhere else to go it was like it's when you're just you have nowhere else to go it's like people turn oh, to yeah. God when I've they have nowhere there. else to oh, go yeah. you turn to God yeah you and call out for God yeah you call out and I screamed I cried I called out and it was the only thing that soothed my soul was starting to talk to God Thanks. it's and that was the relationship that began because in some way it soothed me and I could feel the presence saying, Vane, you're going to be okay. Vane, trust me. Just trust me. Trust me. Take this medicine. I know that you don't want to. I know that it's the most horrible, most bitter thing you've ever tasted in your your life. I know that you feel like you're going to die, but just trust me. Will you trust me? And I was like, I'm going to trust you because I have never trusted you in this way. And I believe that for women, relationship is where they trust the least. Yeah. And this was why it was such a big offering. It was an offering 
to God of like, okay, this is the biggest thing in my life right now. It's everything. Love is everything to a woman. She'll do anything for love. She will sell herself, prostitute herself. And I don't mean just like literal, literally prostituting on the street, but you will sell yourself out for love, for the hits, for the rise, for the fall. You, even if you know that person (laughs) is not for you and is not good for you. And it's not a reflection of the truth, right? Yeah. So for me, it was the biggest offering I could give, right? Because for so long, I was in a relationship that I knew was not good for me, but I was too scared to be on my own. I was too scared to let it go. I was too scared to, you know, leave the nest. I was was too scared. And really at the core of that, my love, and I talk to every woman who's listening to this because I know every woman I've talked to can connect to this. I was scared that I wasn't going to be loved again. Mm. I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to find someone else because at my core, I thought I was unlovable. Yeah. And that's part of the separation and the trauma and the the heartbreak that we experience as women when we are not firmly rooted and grounded in our cherished identity. Exactly. Yeah. So like let that drop because it's in my legs right now full-on goosebumps and it was then when I started just to that I I took what God was presenting me of like okay this man has left this is it you're either gonna sit here and take it or you're gonna you're gonna go chase something that I am taking out of your life you know and so many times we don't trust what's being removed from our lives we're like no I got to get that back now. Let me go run. Let me go chase. Let me go force. Let me go pine. Yeah. Does anyone out there relate to what I'm saying? Oh (laughs) yeah. My past self does for sure. That's what we do. And I was like, Vanessa, let's just, why don't we just trust? Let's just see what happens if you actually don't go do that. And I sat still, babe. And I allowed every wound to be opened, every heartbreak to come to the surface. And thank God at that point, I had been on this journey for at least like four years. So I had the tools to support myself through this heartbreak, which I was, you know, it was a little easier, a little easier for me compared to people who don't have those tools. Right. Right. But I knew at that point in my journey that if I were to go try to get him back or chase or pine or go against God's plan, that I was choosing from non-truth. Yeah. You know, and there comes a point in everyone's journey when you've been doing work, you come to this point of like embodiment integration. It's like, okay, you've been learning all of this. Now, how are yeah. you going to choose baby girl? Are you going to choose from the old or are you going to choose from the new? Absolutely. And I knew that enough to be like, mm, yeah, we're not moving. We're going to stay right here. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. And that is when I met God again, babe. And um, it's my message. It's my, it's my soul. It's like, I met God in my heartbreak and the biggest devastation and the biggest loss and the biggest grief. Yeah. I then lost my grandfather a month after. So mm-hmm. it was like the two really big men in my life. Yeah. Back to back. And I was in complete devastation, complete loss and grief. And for me, it was a turning point. It was where I met God. It was where I came home. It was where I was soothed. It was where I was um, spoken to, like within my body, I kept hearing, you're going to be okay. Trust me. I'm here for you. You are so loved. You are so loved. And that was like medicine to my soul. It was the words that I needed to hear. And although I was in the most pain I had ever experienced in my life, because it's not only that heartbreak that comes up, it's every heartbreak that you haven't healed before that. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I was just like, I'm going to take this medicine. I'm going to take it and I'm going to trust you. And that's where I met God. And that's where that was the beginning of me giving, surrendering my will for his will. Yeah. And that was another big piece. I was like, oh, this is not about me. This is not about me. This is like so much more than just my little story, you know? And that's, you know, that's like part two to this. Yeah. That's the next piece that I, yeah, to go into. Cause I think what you're saying, 
I feel every woman <laughs> to some extent can relate to right now. And I, I feel deeply too, you know, it's not, I was just saying this to someone, you know, we don't often find God or meet God or right. Connect back heart to heart with God when everything is just going like light and good and right. Like goodness and all the things. Right. And it's, it's always like in that darkest of the darkest moment, you know, often when you're crying on the bathroom floor in fetal position, I mean, this was my story too, like through the biggest heartache of my life in 2017 and navigating a major decision that was heart-wrenching for me and feeling at a total loss and devastation and just being on my bathroom floor and calling out to God and just saying the name and like really bringing my heart back to the one who, you know, wants to hold me and like, you know, be there for me. But I always say too, you know, God is faithful, not forceful. So it's really Mm -hmm. like our decision Mm -hmm. in arriving back into Mm -hmm. the essence and frequency and remembrance of this big unsayable love that God holds for us. And that does take really a radical courage to begin to remember again, who you truly are because, you know, the world and our upbringing and the wounds and the traumas that we've all faced, you know, have created often different stories about who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not worthy or I have to strive to have my worth or I need to perform to be, you know, achieving person in the world or, you know, like all the conditioning around being a good girl and like what I need to Mm -hmm. do to be loved. And, and what you said about, you know, this, this kind of, well, the deeper separation movement, which you and I are very attuned to, but it, it really is. It's this big, huge fear that we all carry of being unloved, unloved. and unloved. it's been conditioned into us from like the very beginning of time, you know, since this original fracture between knowing, you know, who God truly is and who we truly are in God's image, you know, has been ripped and, and teared away from us. And it is really a process of renewal and reclaiming. And then ultimately, you know, revival, but I think the revival is just like the remembrance of beloved identity. It's not like, Mm -hmm. you know, worshiping in a church with thousands of people, like having a revival. It's like usually in a really quiet moment that you're being obliterated by love, right. In yourself. And, and that's what I'm hearing so deeply from you. And there is a massive, I'd love for you to talk about Vanessa, because I feel like you, you have a lot you know, in your heart on this, you know, cause I feel too, like, as I was kind of coming back into deeper relationship with God and for you to even share, like what that relationship looks like, you know, if you feel called to share that, but I feel too, it's like, it really requires a lot of surrender and submission, like really mm-hmm. right to get down on our knees and be willing enough. Cause this was me too. When Christ came to me in 2020, you know, kind of in my second revival with God, mm-hmm. I got on my knees and I just kept repeating over and over. I hand over my will to thy will, you know, yes. let I me be wrote, a vessel. I just wrote that down. My, my will. <laughs> Yeah. Like it was such, it was like almost an out of body experience for me, but it was this true and total divine submission, you know, and I'd never let my heart be pierced open in the way that it was, you know, through receiving, you know, in my experience, Christ and, and it takes a massive openness to be able to receive that. Like we can't be constricted and closed and like hanging on to our old stories and our old beliefs and what God offers is like the reshaping of all of that, really the anchoring back into like this true remembrance mm-hmm. and really pulling you out of that orphan consciousness and like adopting you back into the mm-hmm. kingdom, you know, essentially, mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of surrender to really be open to this. So I would love to hear what that has like looked like and like handing over your will and what that means now, like in your life and how you walk in the world, you know? Mm, Yeah. So I don't remember when I started saying this, but I know that you know this because when you're in this portal connection space with God, there's just like this internal conversation or dialogue that goes on. And I remember just getting to a point where it was just like your will over mine. Mm -hmm. And those were the words that came. And there was like this rush, like an ocean wave that was just like, yeah. 
And it was um, something that came very, you know, it wasn't forced. It was very natural where yeah. it was just like, oh, God, I'm done forcing. I'm done trying to control. Yeah. Because up until that point, I was controlling the outcome of my relationship. I was trying at everything to save this relationship, Nina. And yeah. you know that only lasts so long. I mean, oh, lasted, totally. I've been there. It lasted 10 years. I mean, this relationship lasted 10 years. But the last, yeah. like, five, I was, like, doing everything. I, like, started doing inner work. I was hiring the coaches because, again, back to that fracture, I thought it was me, right? And I think women take on so much responsibility to that. They're always like, oh, you know, they're more, I don't know, maybe just more into the self-help and inner work. But I know for me, I was just trying. So when I looked back on that, I was like, my God, I was, I, I not wasted because I know everything happened how it's supposed to. But I was just like going against the current. Because if I look back, I was like, there was so many times that God was like, stop. <laughs> stop <laughs> and yeah. Vanessa was like nope I'm gonna go and chase I'm gonna go get that yeah. and I was like wow you've been telling me for a while this was like done and I was eliciting and I was like no gotta make it happen gotta fix gotta find a solution yeah so when I had that realization because it was I guess the first time of me choosing like oh I'm just gonna stay here I'm gonna sit still and I'm gonna take what you're giving me and I'm gonna accept truth for what it is and the truth right now is that I came home and he's gone so clearly he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was like Vanessa saw the truth for the first time. I'm like, hmm, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this truth. And that truth opened up all the other truths that I was in denial of all those years. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's what this meant. So when they don't come towards you, it means that they're not coming towards you. You know, when you have to go chase and make things happen with someone <laughs> like, yeah. hello. which is so out of our feminine design. It's like yes. when in, we're being the pursuer, absolutely. Like the feminine mm -hmm. is designed in her core essence to be receptive. Yeah. Receptive, to receive, but yeah. we've all been there. We've all been yeah. on the other side of the chasing. I've certainly yes. been there. So yeah, we all understand this. <laughs> yeah. And we get to laugh about it as we women. do. We get and to come grace. to this beautiful space and have grace. Um, and I say it because I know that other women have done it and I know that there's women still doing it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, there was just like a lot of like aha moments, babe, where I, I had a lot of space and time, obviously, because I was no longer in relationship and it was just me and my little chuji, my little dog and God. And it was like, God, I was in the school of God where I was actually, I wasn't seeing through veils anymore. I was actually had like, you know, had taken off the veils and I was like, Oh, Oh damn. Oh, like, Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that meant th that. And Oh man, oops, my bad. As I cried and poured my heart out as I had so many moments of like angry with God. Yeah. Which is a huge part of reconciling yes. relationship with yes. God. And yes. I, this bring that in because yes. I think Many people think that we're just designed to be like very obedient to God. And once yeah. we're, you know, received God, we're just in full submission where actually there's a really powerful part of the process in which you question God, in which you doubt God. In yeah. which you, and you're mad and you, you're mad yep, yep, and you're you mad through all the things. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was really angry and it's so wild now because like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I was just like allowing whatever flowed through yeah. me to flow through me but now looking back as I learn more and more and I deepen into our community of beautiful of yeah. these beautiful women who are teaching relationship and like how to be in relationship and making it okay for women like us to actually like be okay with this middle path came up and looking back you know that was just me allowing that anger to come through me right whereas now I see and I've understood from you know the other group of girls that we are around and in community with of like that is it's a thing to tussle with God to bring Absolutely. your whole heart and soul to God and that was something that naturally started to happen because I was you know when you're in that much pain you're just like why are you doing this to me why are you doing this to me? why is this happening to me like why would you take him I'm in so much pain and at the same time there was this deeper truth inside of me that said Bane you know why I have removed him from your life. You know it. 
you know it. And I know that this pain is so much and this pain is like tearing you apart. And I know that you're asking why, because it's like an escape mechanism from this pain. Yeah. But I remember taking it to God. I showed everything to God. And I think that's the biggest part of for a woman is to bear her heart and her soul to God. And that does not omit the places that you are deeply angry in resistance, hurt. Yeah in misunderstanding with God. It's like those pieces have to come to the table because it's like any relationship. It's like any intimate relationship. It's like you get to bring every piece of you to the table. And in that you are fully heard, accepted, loved, welcomed and seen. Yeah. You know, and um, I know you asked me about the will and we got here some way, but it was just a natural, like it was these ebbs and flows of these deep, the grief, the loss, and then the anger, and then the heartbreak and the wounds, and I'm, I'm alone. And then it was also these deep, tender moments of, I give up. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to fight your current. Yeah. I don't want to fight your current. I've been yeah. fighting for way too long. I don't want to fight this anymore. Yeah. I surrender your will over mine I am done trying to do this on my own I am done controlling I will accept I will receive anything that you throw my way because if I can handle this and I haven't died yet then I can handle anything absolutely and that surrender itself is is so brave and so courageous and I think that people forget that about surrender like it truly is a yielding of your heart to, you know, the spirit and grace of, of God itself. And to remember that, you know, as we open and expose our hearts, we are going to heal because there's so much healing in that depth and that vulnerability and being with the fullness of our beautiful feminine range that we carry within us, right. As, as essence, as arrows itself, you know, the feminine is always going to be in that yearning for more and whatever that more is more love, more depth, more presence, more feeling, more emotion, Mm. you know, she's, that's just part of our nature. And I feel like as feminine beings, so much of what heartache has offered me has really offered me that time of really learning how to hold myself on deeper levels. And that's Mm. what I'm hearing so much from you, Vanessa is like, that tremendous heartbreak being such an opportunity that opened you to even deeper love and really learning how to hold yourself and be held. And, Mm -hmm. and we've talked about this before, you know, we had a really amazing conversation on Instagram on receiving the masculine, but I'm curious too, because I know you were kind of like me, you know, kind of pre maybe where you're at with God now of like seeing God as a more abstract or kind of universal mm-hmm. concept or, you know, more even encompassing like the goddess, more of the feminine essence of God, where I know now a lot of your journey has led you to becoming intimate with the masculine face of God. And, you know, that was really my journey too of really arriving home back, you know, into healing a lot of the wounds around the father and really reclaiming my identity as a cherished daughter and being held within the masculine and the sacred masculine Mm -hmm. and energy of God again. And I would love, yeah, to hear like some of your journey with that and, and like, what some of that piece has also offered you. Cause I think that this is really big. And I've said this on the podcast before, you know, all of you listening, you know, however you're receiving God right now in your life is beautiful to me. God, you know, in and of itself is, you know, an energy that is bigger than all of us. You know, it's mm-hmm. a divine creator. It's the one who brought existence, you know, into reality as we know it, you know, on earth and, and really breathed us here into Mm. existence as these beautiful, this beautiful consciousness of, of the beauty that we each individually are. And I feel God goes beyond gender, goes beyond an image and a defined shape. And I think God carries both maternal and paternal qualities, but in my personal journey, you know, I received God through Christ. And I, and I, mm-hmm. my personal belief is that, you know, Christ was the embodiment of God walking on this earth. And again, that's just my belief that anyone can take or leave right now, but coming back into relationship, especially with that masculine face of God was so healing for me. This has mm-hmm. really been the thing that has truly anchored me back into 
feeling so held so that the fullness of my feminine could really now be expressed. And I know that you are really in this too. So I would love for you to speak anything on that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before I met you, which was like the springtime, I'd yeah. say, um, God for me. Mm, okay. Wait, let's feel into this. Yeah. So God really just became the masculine for me, like this past year. Yeah. Before that, God to me, because I was deep into the feminine mysteries and the feminine path. Me too. Yeah. Um, God for me was more of a um, a maternal energy for probably about um, maybe like two years. Two years. Um, and I feel it was because it was what I could handle at that moment you know, because now looking back, I was like, Oh, actually I didn't feel comfortable with the masculine because I had so many wounds against him. Oh, totally. Of course, God, God is going to be mama because in my own life, you know, I had lots of heartbreak with the men in my life Yeah. and my mom and I, my mom was that nurturing, that nourishment, that provider protector. My mom was all of that. So it's interesting to see like where that shows up, you know, for different people. But for me, it was like, um god was um god was this nurturing nourishing loving gentle energy not to say that god of the masculine isn't right exactly. which which i learned which i understood now but before that i didn't see the masculine as nurturing and loving and all of those things yeah right? yeah so um but yeah i say that because i feel like there's a lot of you know, women out there that think, oh, you know, it's like has to be one way or the other. And I'm like, listen, my love, wherever you are in your journey is going to really reflect who God needs to be for you at that moment. Yeah. And there's no problem with needing mama and there's no problem with needing papa. So yeah. you do what you do because there's no right or wrong. Way. Yeah. Yes. So I'll say that first. Now, this past year was a year where I could feel deep in my heart that there was a yearning for the father. Mm. There was this deep yearning for the father where it was just like, I naturally just started to ask for father because I was yearning for the masculine qualities of protection, strength Mm. and provision. Yeah. But the number one out of those three would be strength because I was, I was in a place in my life and in my business, which my business really was the second wave of this initiation. Oh, like totally. Catalyst, yeah. You know, like the catalyst <laughs> to my my next yeah. undoing. Yeah. Of where I was like, really, I had just the biggest event of my career, like scaled, and I was like burnt, so so burnt out, nervous yeah. system wise, where I was just like, I can't move. Yes. But then yeah. also with this deep like fear inside of me of like how I'm like, I need to keep going. I need to make money. How am I going to provide for myself? Because I am still single. I don't share like income or don't, you know, it yeah. was just, it was just me. Yeah. Um, and I remember just coming out to my balcony every day and just praying for strength. I was like, God, please, I need your strength. Father, I need strength. I need strength. I need you. I need your strength, your provision and your protection. I need your support. And it was like, I just needed those qualities. And that was really what, like, I just was like, okay, this is like father energy. Yeah. I need my father. I need, I need that masculine energy that's going to tell me I'm here, Vanessa. Don't you worry. Yeah. Don't worry. And it's that, it's like that erect, that erection of like that strength. And yes. that was what my little beautiful heart was asking for. Then I could just feel, which was very new to me and different because for all those years, I hadn't really, I was scared to look at God as father. Yeah. And I will. I yeah. will add to that. Why? Well, because I, you know, I didn't grow up in the church, but like all, all of us are touched and sprinkled by church Absolutely. empire Absolutely. and religious and, yes. and religion. Trauma. And lot. Yep. trauma, lots of trauma. So it actually yep. scared me to even think of, oh my God, like that God as the father, um, you know, from what I've learned or heard is actually punishing and I was like, that's totally. not my God. So I don't want to pray to the father because I don't want to invite that type of energy. Yep. That's not the father I want. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I was still like conflicted. And then when I met you, I remember bringing this all to you. And then I also, you know, had a little, you know, just dose of, 
you know, more church empire come through in a relationship. I was kind of like yeah. falling in. And that scared the bejesus out of me. And I was like, okay, ah, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, but then when I learned and, you know, by the gracious community that we belong to, you know, with so many other women who are exploring this path and just like redefining what it is to be in relationship with God. Yeah. Through, through the heart. Through yeah. The heart. Through the heart. Yeah. Through the heart, you know, and um, it was something that I deeply needed and allowed me to understand what the true father is. Yeah. And it wasn't one that was projected out of, you know, church and religion. Yeah. And I was like, I took a deep breath. I was like, oh, okay, I can pray to this God. I can pray to this father. Yeah. And that yeah. was um that was the beginning of that. And um as I, you know, walked with other women on this path, I was like, okay, it's okay for me to pray to this father. This father is good. This father mm-hmm. loves me. This father's not gonna punish me. This father's not gonna yeah. yell at me. And and honestly, like I all those wounding I had against the masculine, I projected upon God. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So how I was yep. treated by my stepfather, you know, even my dad or whatever. Like, you know, these men in our lives are not perfect. So that imperfect love, I was like, oh, and then God's going to love me that way. But then it was a yeah. reminder of like, wait a minute, God is like unconditional. And, and the God that you know, Vanessa, is the God of a heart, like you said, a faithful God, not a forceful God, yeah, um, a loving God, not a fearful God, a God that comes to you, bends down to you, shows up for you yeah. and picks you up by the hands and, and, and is devoted to you and wants to get to know you and love you and, mm. and wants to be with you. Yeah, and um, it was a homecoming for that, and I had to yeah. do a lot of inner work around the 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 veils that I had and the heartbreaks I had against the men in my life because that, Same. yeah, it was a lot of projection going on, and and as I did that, and as I continued to deepen my relationship with God as a masculine as a father, man, I can feel how my whole heart as a feminine being has, you know, is more than ever has fully been able to like take the place as a daughter and as a feminine yeah in relationship with the masculine because the masculine the feminine is only feminine because she's in relationship with the masculine absolutely that they need one another that she is feminine because he is masculine yeah they're co-creative they're co-creative and i was like oh i'm in this co-creative dance and i get to be a woman i don't have to work so hard this is great like that feels really good and true to my body and it was like a knowing where i was like okay this is who this is who i am yeah this is who i am i don't need to pretend i don't need to like Horse. I don't need to put the boss babe hat on. I don't need to like, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, overexert. Like, I can just receive and I can just be me. Yeah. But yeah. being me from my truth and not from the lie that states that you're unworthy. Exactly. You know, undissolving, yeah. doing the inner work that helps a woman get back to her truth. Yeah. Because if you're not in that, then it's like, you know, you're just, you're not in the truth. And you're going to continue on with the cycles and the patterns that keep you out of divine receivership Yeah, with your father. Yeah. And this is such a huge piece, Vanessa, because to even come back into a semblance of the remembrance of your beloved identity, we have to be able to reframe, you know, our image of God and to Mm. really restore and remember who God truly is, you know, God's true heart and character, not tainted by religion and the trauma that's been projected through legalism and condemnation. And, you know, a lot of that spear has made God, you know, feel like this, yeah, tyrannical, sadistic, you know, energy that's so far above you and outside of you that makes you feel like you have to strive or be in an anxious attached relationship to be worthy of God's love. And then, you know, on the other side of that with the new age, like having it be more of this abstract concept, I call it like the cosmic blob and like everything's God or I am God, like all of that (laughs) programming is like, you know, the opposite side of the same coin. And that puts us in a really, yeah, avoidant state with Mm -hmm. God. And Mm -hmm. And that's not cultivating personal relationships. So there is so much healing, especially around, yeah, the father womb, because we project, you know, those initial 
parental authorities, especially our father, you know, onto then what we believe about God and, and we all carry different traumas. So those stories and traumas and current beliefs do shape a lot of how we currently see God and see ourselves in God. So there is so, so much healing, you know, that we do get to do, especially as the feminine with the masculine. And you know, that I always say this, you know, to me, full feminine restoration requires masculine reconciliation. Like there mm-hmm. comes a point, And I think you've experienced this too, Vanessa, like, cause we're in such similar kind of lines of work and industries. And like, you know, for me, eventually like the very feminine empowerment, goddess movement, feminine embodiment space began to feel empty without the masculine, you know, Mm. it wasn't like I couldn't fully land there completely because I knew something was missing. And then I finally realized, you know, in 2020, it was this divine counterpart. It was my relationship with the masculine and really the remembrance of, you know, wow, we're really meant to be in a co-creative and collaborative relationship here. And for me, you know, that relationship really got to be restored through, through God first and through, you know, my Mm. healing that I, I too had, you know, around the father and all the past traumas that I experienced through relationships with men and really witnessing where I've, you know, unconsciously or consciously have sourced my own worth in men Mm -hmm. being accepted by men and, you know, giving my own power and energy away to that and really reclaiming wholeness again in God. And then as I knew God to be this, yeah, loving, you know, all encompassing boundless, unconditional agape love. That's what was able to help me remember like, wow, okay. I exist within this. I'm so loved. Like, Mm -hmm. like God has never left me. And that's what God kept saying to me when I came back to him was, you know, I'm with you. I've never left you. I'm with you. I've never left you. Like I'm here. I'm here. I'm here you know, and, and this is, this is a journey for us as women. Like this is a lot of layers because just like you said, Vanessa, we've all been consciously or unconsciously, you know, affected by the dogma and the doctrine that, you know, the world holds around God. And we've all been impacted by the legalistic lens. And then we've also been caught up in more of the secular worldly illusions around God and kind of lose ourselves sometimes in that path of, you know, more of, yeah, that new age space and kind of where everything is just kind of like oneness. Oneness. Yeah. Right. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's like this whole new way of being, you know, and like really coming back to original design of, of what I call relational oneness, you know, really living within God and being in yeah. Creator and creation, you know, relationship here to be co-authoring and partnering and collaborating, you know, your life with the most high. And this does take, um, a lot of, a lot of courage, a lot of trust and a lot of faith to be even willing to look Mm. at the wounds that we carry, you know, around, especially the father and our relationship with men. Yeah, it's, um, it's been the greatest initiation of my life. Um, and I can see looking back, you know, it was first the mother wound, just like coming into the feminine. Yeah. For me, you know, like re-entering my body. Yep. Same here. That's how I, you know, too. Yeah. Re-entering my body, getting to know the feminine, getting to know my heart, getting to know yep. my wounds and also like entering a healing space of the feminine path because yeah. there's many different healing paths. And the one I ended up in was one of like devotion and unconditional love, like approaching your wounds and your traumas and your heartbreaks through divine listening, which yeah. is really like how God comes to us and says yeah. my love you are forgiven you are healed you are loved like no shame yeah. no guilt no like you got to fix this no like solutions it's just like it was like pure love um yeah. and then when it was time it was it was time for for father it was time to come into union and that's where i am so deeply now and it's so beautiful because this year was a year after two and a half years of being single and healing and just getting to know who i was again yeah you know like healing from codependency like healing the yeah. attachment healing you know coming back to the truth of who i am sitting in my worth 
bathing in my in my, in my value right yeah um, it was like man I'm I'm ready for a relationship I'm ready to be in union again and this has been the year of that and I can see in all ways how this need needed to happen before I could enter re-enter a relationship with a man yeah um you know and so that it's a sacred union you know so that it's um so that it's in love made of love healthy yeah you know stable secure and safe so safe mm. and um i can see i i see like the divine plan is perfection yeah it's it's perfection and when you can like trust and that has been the whole journey of mine is trusting something yeah. way bigger than myself and putting yeah. my life in his hands and just saying you know what I trust you and I know you got me and I know that everything that comes to me is just here to help me evolve and grow and expand and also deepen my service and my purpose to this world. Yes. I trust you and I give my life to you. I give my heart, my body, my soul, my life, my relationships to you, my business, my money, my home. Yeah. I give everything to you and that is my daily prayer. Yeah. Ah, oh, and what like a what a freeing. <laughs> liberating <laughs> like for me it truly yeah it's felt like a liberation because it's finally like oh my gosh I don't have to do this life by myself like oh, I can yes. really like remember how how loved and cherished and like divinely guided I am and I don't have to try to figure all of this out on my own on like my own. Oh, right it's, it's being in <laughs> the union is is yeah that divine dance it's a dance and really where God is is leading and we get to follow but that doesn't mean you're like limp wet spaghetti not doing anything mm -hmm. like a follow even in traditional dance like also holds a posture it's mm -hmm. attuned it's 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 awakened it's listening right yeah. to the to the steps to the rhythm yes. to the energy of the lead like it's yes. really this very co-creative partnership that's happening and I think that's also to what a lot of women, at least I know listening are, are learning. Cause I think sometimes then when we come into this, it's almost like, okay, well just giving it all over to God. And then almost mm -hmm. like kind of going into that wounded princess energy or yes. maybe entitlement or collapse mm -hmm. and just yeah. thinking God's going to handle it all for me. And I don't have to do anything, which isn't true. Like God gifts you free will. So like mm -hmm. you do have, <laughs> you know, choice and divine responsibility, you know, as a, as a woman to show up for yourself and to hold yourself and also be held. And, mm. and I feel, you know, Vanessa, this is something, yeah, you, you teach and share a lot as, as well, you know, with the women in your space. Cause I know a lot of women in your world are, yeah, like in this process of really deepening their feminine maturity and like stepping into greater responsibility for their life and really anchoring this remembrance of their inherent wholeness and worth in belonging and radiance and like just anything on your heart, like what would you love to say to that woman who is, you know, in the depths and like deepening this journey in herself, like just anything from your heart that you would share with her to just help remind her that she is exactly where she's meant to be. And like also to help her maybe open more to this trust in this faith and this, yeah, remembrance of being the beloved. Yeah. I would tell her, I would tell you all my beauties that are listening to this, to make space in your heart to receive and to open and to also know that you don't, that this life wasn't meant for you to live in shame and guilt. You were created to live in love and of love. Mm. And I know that there are maybe many things that you have gone through many heartbreaks many wounds that tell you a lie and i'm here to tell you that there are lies that everything you may believe about yourself is a lie especially when it feels like suffering in your system when it makes you suffer when it makes you question yourself when yeah. it makes you question your worth and your value i want you to know that all of that is part of the deception part of the separation yeah between you and god you and your divine oh your divine father your divine mother 
Yeah. But there's so much more here for you if you just get really honest with yourself and can muster the words that you're ready to co-create and dance and be led. You're, you want to be led. You want to be shown the steps to a greater light, to a greater healing within yourself. Mm. Um, like you said earlier about the dance, it is a dance. Like this is a dance where you have a position to take and that yeah. position is daughter. And when the, the lead comes through with your directions, you listen and you trust. Yeah. And you connect to your heart daily and you sit with your emotions and your feelings and you express and you cry because with every expression you build, you say to yourself and to your feelings and to those dark places within you, you are worthy of being hurt. Yeah. Mm, that's that's a powerful remembrance yeah you are worthy of being heard and you know it also plays into that self-holding yeah like you part of feminine responsibility is learning how to hold yourself yeah learning how to you know stop acting out of your wounding which makes it all about everybody else and this guy needs to save me and he needs to do this and he needs and i need and i'm blaming him and it's like no, no, yeah no, let, let's pause and actually just um Let's pause and just breathe into that and just feel all that hurt and, and know that you are more than capable of holding all of it. Yeah. That you can hold it. And in and, and those moments that you can't hold it, you go to God and you go to the divine and you ask for help and you ask for support yeah. and, and be willing to be led, be willing to be led and trust and believe and build your faith every day. I think that's the biggest thing that helped me so much was just like, believing, believing in something greater than me that was here to hold me. Oh yeah. Mm. And it really is. It's like the second we, we decide to believe differently, that's when everything changes. You know, this even my pastor, Damon Thompson talks about this a lot, like in regards to sin, like people think like, okay, well, I have to act differently or behave differently or Mm -hmm. repent and right. But it's like, the origination of sin is just violation of purpose. To me, it's like truly just forgetting your beloved identity. Yeah. Just forgetting who you are and how loved you are and choosing from that. Right. Because when you're so anchored in the full belief and conviction of, I know God is good and perfect love. And I know I am loved Mm -hmm. like infinitely. Then you walk in the world in a totally different way, you know, and you do make different choices. You do treat yourself differently. You do hold yourself with more tenderness and grace because your belief is so fiercely anchored Mm. in that, you know, God is perfect love and I am the beloved and there's nothing that can strip this from me. Like this Mm. is what you said earlier, Vanessa, like what I'm inherited into, like, this is truly my, my, my most divine design. And what I was hearing and you saying that too, is like really coming back to, to all of this remembrance requires openness and requires really that open posture of the heart to be able to receive. Receive it all. Yeah. We need that open heart. We need um, that deep vulnerability within which you know, many women like myself in the past, I was hiding from it. I was holding it inside. Yeah. Um, I was scared of it. I was scared to let this water flow. You know, I was living in a lot of suffering and I know there's a lot of women out there that are just like, I'm so scared to know what's in there. I'm so scared to let it out. Yeah. And, um, and that's so normal. And that's where, you know, women like myself and Nina come into play where you you know you get help and you say God please lead me to the person who's meant to help me yeah allow your heart to lead you to the person that's meant to help you like a little angel that God sends for you to teach you the way of the heart to teach you how to heal from heartbreak how to do that inner work that somatic um you know healing and just like come home into your body to create that safety Mm. again within yourself because when you feel safe in your body you know, everything changes. Everything yeah. changed in my life when I actually learned what safety, what true safety was. And I actually Same. started choosing from my, my worth. Yeah. That's it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a little equation, not that it's a strategy and it's not, but it's a homecoming into your heart. Yeah. And you gotta go, you gotta go low to get the high. You gotta go deep in order to mm-hmm. fly. 
and um, this is the journey and this is where you get to like really come into that that truth yeah. with yourself and honor and, and feel that deep compassion for yourself of like wow I've been through a lot I've been deeply hurt and heartbroken yeah ow ow this hurts ow this hurts and you get to be the ultimate alchemist and transmuter along yeah. with God to like to transmute pain to wisdom because exactly. that's where our service comes into play my love yeah and I know that everyone yeah. on this planet has a deeper calling you were put on this planet for a reason there's purpose to your life there's purpose in your blood and when we can connect to those deep vulnerable places like that awakens within you because you're like wow yeah. this is my story this is what I've been through and I know that this can serve someone in the world mm-hmm. you know and that's how yeah. we fulfill God's um God's plan and it's and it's all just a divine orchestration it is it's so beautiful it's so beautiful it is it's so my it's truly mind-blowing and I love yeah that you brought it back to the body and you know Vanessa and I didn't get into this too deep in this conversation this will probably be a part two but Vanessa and I are both Mm -hmm. very you know body-based teachers and guides and to me too is really like you know the body was the path to God, you know, it's through yes. my body that I received yes. God, right? It yes. wasn't in a church. It wasn't nope. in a plant medicine ceremony. Nope. We're not shaming any of those things. So I'm just saying like, it's, it was just me being <laughs> open enough in my body to receive yes. the fullness of the love that God wanted to penetrate me with. Mm-hmm. And I do feel, yeah, once we can anchor that unshakable safety within ourselves, you know, we do, we, we walk in the world very differently because you're so reclaimed in that wholeness, in the beloved, in, in your worthiness, you know, you, you really are grounded in your system. And that's when too, you get to meet the world with greater flexibility and resiliency in your nervous system, where then, heartbreak and pain and rejection and all the things that we naturally are going to face don't shake you as much Mm. because you know that no matter what you're safe. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. And you know, your identity So it's, oh, this is, I mean, truly, I really think that this is like the greatest remembrance that is like, we're meant to come into, you know, in our lifetime is, how loved we are and mm. it's going to change the world once we all truly remember this like yeah. and and remember not just in the head it's it's in your exactly. body you, you know it yeah. and i remember one of my spiritual teachers said like remember it's like to be remembered like yeah. your body parts to be remembered yeah you know like your body parts coming your body coming back together all those parts coming back together yeah and that's how I see this remembrance it's like literally being remembered yeah um, and knowing it in your body because like again God for me is a feeling it's a spirit that comes in out through me all around me it's something that I I live in I walk in yeah and it's it's a feeling and it's very different from knowing God in your head it's such a different experience it's such a different experience and um we as women are portals we are the temples we are we are the holy ground where we meet God and that's why it's so important my loves to come home to your body to heal from the wounds and the traumas that are keeping you disconnected from your body because that's where you meet god that's where you know this love and you can feel the love rush through your body like this just all-consuming love it's the most beautiful feeling i've ever felt in my life and it's um it happens when i'm singing or when i'm outside or when i'm inside crying and journaling i can feel this love come through and this is what i wish for every woman on the planet Mm mm-hmm Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's for me, it's like most felt when I'm just truly present and like receiving life, you know, like Mm -hmm. just fully in that receptive state of the feminine and, oh yeah, Vanessa, (laughs) we're going to do a part two at some point because this has so many layers to it. And I'm so grateful for you. And I love our conversations every time they just expand my heart and and light me up and really nourish me on such a deep, deep level. And I'm excited for, yeah, the women listening here in this community to connect with you. And I'll have all of Vanessa's links below, but I would love for you to share Vanessa, just, yeah, what's exciting. That's alive in your space right now where can these women connect with you and find you and yeah just receive more of your heart 
Yes. Well, my playground is on Instagram at my feminine body. Um, I have plenty of content there, plenty of just like love and just um, inspiration and really about inspiring women and fusing women with spirit again so that they can feel it in their bodies. Um, And I'm always open in the DM. So if you heard this and this touched you, if you have anything that you want to share, like please feel free to message me. I'm always around and I love hearing from women who have um, heard such profound conversations like this. And, um, and yeah, just, you know, stay tuned to my Instagram page for any free events that I may be doing or little, you know, offerings that I offer throughout the year. And I look forward to hearing from any of you. Yeah. Yeah. All the ladies here know that. Yeah. Just never hesitate to reach out, to reflect, to share your insights, what you received. We truly love hearing from you. And I know Vanessa, like me is so committed to community and collaboration and co-creation. So yeah, just don't hesitate to reach out to either of us. And I, you know, in the new year, Vanessa and I, I think have some really fun and beautiful co-weavings, um, in our own spaces that will be happening. So definitely, yeah, stay tuned because there's just a lot of beautiful, um, offers that are, that are being woven right now in this kind of feminine collective (laughs) web. So we'll be sharing more and so grateful for all of your heartbeats who were with us in this conversation today, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.